You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It was Sean and the podcast about mankind. The Soul Forge podcast was a dream given form. Its goal? To prevent fear by creating a place where humans and aliens could work out their differences peacefully. It's a pod for all, with topics including love, loss, sex, dating, and so much more. Humans and aliens wrapped in the ESO network, all alone in the night. It can be a dangerous place, but it's our last best hope for peace. The year is 2020. The name of the place, Soulforge Podcast. Hello, and welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. I'm your host, the Monster. And look who's here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good way to mess that up. That's why we should have practiced saying that line, but fuck that. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. We're stuck with, we're struck with tongue. So, Mr. Jeans here. Hello. Glad to be back. Finally. I know. It's been I a mean, while. Literally, we the last podcast that we did together was the year in review for 2019 <laughs> that we did late, I think, oh back in March. God. So that, that would that would fit because then March the pandemic happened. Yeah, and then it's like, oh shit! Yeah, and start failing. <laughs> so, and like, you know, it felt like the world was going and still going uh, down in the hell. Oh, hand, I can't talk. <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Uh, Hell in a handbasket. That's what you're trying to say. Thank you, Gene. I wouldn't have been able to do that without you. <laughs> but with all that time off from mm-hmm. work. it's Our brains have gotten softer. Oh, my God. I've drunk a lot more. Uh, yeah, smoked a lot more. You just, yeah. I, 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 and I think the, the onset, not necessarily of a panic attack, but I've gotten that point of overthinking things. Uh, to the point that I'm like, I, I can't uh, manage my day without having certain thoughts. Like, this is too much. Like, in normal times, we have things to deal with in life mm-hmm. that's just regular life stuff. But at the pandemic, then we got a lot more issues to deal with because I can't do certain things I could do to alleviate those life right. things. Yes, I know. So and and you being more uh, housebound than I am, you know, doing the take care of your mom, I can only imagine how much more stress it is because now it's even h- tighter on you to stay home. <laughs> no, you were not pointing to your soda, Gene. No, I know. <laughs> You're pointing to other kind of medication to help. It keeps ease. me calm. <laughs> so. I, and that's the thing, you know. Sometimes we have to resort to things to help us manage. These stressful, it, it, but these are this is an amazing time, unbelievable. All these things coming together. Right, it's not quite the perfect storm because I don't want to see what kind of storm this is. But everything that's been going on, racial tensions. It, but that does feel like in the a White perfect, House. It does feel it, like it, a perfect it's, storm. It's all building, and it's going to keep going. Right, it's going to keep going till the end of twenty twenty. It's just gonna, yeah, it'll it'll spill over to twenty twenty one too. But just just stay calm, think happy thoughts. Don't worry. Don't. Don't worry, be happy. No. Akuna Matata? What don't panic. For? I'm trying to do... Uh, guy. Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh. My mind is really 
really gone. I'm trying to do the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right, by Douglas the Dome, Adams. Right, the Don't Panic. You know, make sure you have your towels. That's all you need. And I, and I screwed up the damn joke. But you know it. You just I knew it, but I'm I like, know. I stumbled over myself before I even got it off. Whatever. How about this much? Try this. Talk less, <laughs> smile more. more. <laughs> I could have sung that, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, so Hamilton, your review of that, me, you me, eventually me, got me, to it. Me, that was, that was <laughs> Which we were kind of joking around with the Hamilton. Done by the Muppets, the Beaker Moments. If you have not listened to that, I encourage you to do that. But yes, thank you for the review. No problem. <laughs> yeah, that was tough to do. You were alone. It was your birthday. It was like, I've got it out. Let's, but do you remember we went on that vacation trip together? It was my 50th birthday. Yeah. And you, you got in bed, and I was like, Monty, you wake up and I'm not alone on my 50th birthday. I, I thought about that, but listening to your podcast on Hamilton, I was like, it's so sad. But I'm yeah. glad you were getting out there. Yeah, but the difference was, at least I was in the room where it happened. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, all right. We're, we're doing this? Okay. <laughs> Again, oh, that's I can percolate. Not, we, this is the start of the podcast. Look, I'm not going to throw away my shot, all right? So I took it. <laughs> that's two. Kapew! So, so take another sip. All right. So for today's news, we're going to be talking about the, the event, the, the orgy of DC fandom that came to a hilt that, uh, oh my God, eight hours plus of content that I have still not seen all of it, but we've seen the it's major... It's all pre-recorded. I know it's all pre-recorded, <laughs> but we saw the major stuff. that We'll talk about that in the ma- in a moment about that. It was it was such a positive moment for the DCU, wasn't it? Just, it, it felt... It just, every, you, I mean, you're, you're, you've been underdogging, waving that flag for so many years. I mean, look, we, we know DC at times fumbles the ball. You know, trying to play catch up to Marvel and what they're doing with the big screen. You know, like anything else, you know, you want to be part of that competition. I get it. They try to do certain things. It blew up in their face to have everything all connected, and you know, shit just went but downhill. That's why you keep doing all those push-ups, though? <laughs> We're gonna do that, Batman. Just, yeah, but, we're talking about DC fandom. There was a joke in there I was going to say, but I'm like, yeah, I'll hold on to that one. <laughs> but it, it felt for the first time like, look, Marvel, we got our shit together. All you're going to be doing is watching us cream the internet, literally. <laughs> because that's what it was. It was like nonstop major announcements about everything that we love about DC. But you know that Feige's... Like- I know. You're like, okay, what are you doing? You're doing Batman versus Superman? All right, let's do the Civil War. He's like King George. It's like, <laughs> just, <but> you'll <laughs> be back <laughs> and you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. Yeah, just. So he's like, oh, oh my, go ahead. <laughs> Take your shot. We'll see. Um, but it felt that DC really did own and lean into the very thing that they should have done to be different from the competition. Don't be Marvel, just be DC. I'm, I'm glad they did this because there's no SDCC this year. So, no, and but they did virtual, which was okay, even though they did it over several days. Yeah, yeah. There were yeah. times in which I wish I could have seen it um, when it happened. 
because I, the panels is what it's I like. It's not all H, Monty. I know it's not, <laughs> but the panels sometimes are the ones that I like to go to. I know, I Your know. Your thing is more about the, the toy collecting and whatever you can find that exclusive stuff. Yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> so we, we have two different agendas when we go to the conventions. So it's kind of hard to kind of recreate or mimic that feeling online, especially with the pandemic. But the, I think that DC though managed to pull it together really well. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about some criticisms, but overall, I think is a very slick production. I love the Hall of Heroes, the way it looked. Sure, they're all standing behind a green screen or standing in front. But floating in space, but yeah, it worked. It was beautiful. And I bought into it. Every wonderful moment of it. Finally, here's our moment to shine. And Monty, how much merchandise have you bought for, uh, for the DC <laughs> Universe since Saturday when the event occurred? Normally, I don't buy a lot. But <laughs> lately, um, DC did a sale on DC movies mm-hmm. and products. So mm-hmm. Keep going. I- I bought Watchmen season one, or the only season that far will be. Keep going. Which I love. The four Batman movies. <laughs> right. The Tim, the two, Tim Burton and the two um, Joel Schumacher. Uh-huh. Four movies for $13. That's a bargain. Keep going. Bought the Joker movie. Yeah, keep going. Bought the Harlequin movie. Mm-hmm. And I bought Shazam. All because they were on sale. That's fine. Loved it. Did and you then, stop there? No, there's more. <laughs> uh, the fandom shirts, I kind of liked the logo, but the, the logo was like over comic book art. Sometimes it works, and like, eh, it, it'll be pirated in a few days, and you'll you'll be able to get what you want. Soon. Right, but I, I wound up finding the shirt, but in black. It's just the logo and the the superhero logo uh, icons underneath. Very subtle, very you know, very clean. Um, picked up that, and I think I picked up a no. I picked up a Jim Lee uh, limited series T-shirt with uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Okay. And then the grand finale of all that was when Zack Snyder came out, talked about Justice League, and he had. Oh, by the way, you can still get this Justice League shirt. Mm-hmm. These also produce the stuff. Go to the site, which took me what five hours. Five plus? hours to get that shirt. <laughs> Because, finally got the shirt. I'm like, what the fuck? That was hours ago. Right. And then at one point, like, oh, the cart's working. But I kept hitting plus, plus, plus. So, like, there were three shirts on there. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't want three shirts. But not that it's not a bad cause. It's just the the system crashed. Mm-hmm. And I think I may be getting an extra shirt. Like, I don't, all right, fine. So, if I do get an extra shirt, maybe I'll use that as a giveaway. Ooh. Ooh. Or I'll just wait until I get into my Justice League mode. <laughs> New shirt. <laughs> Where the hell are the one you're wearing? And just well, no, I'll, I'll one because what I'm planning to do is that when Justice League comes out on HBO Max, mm-hmm. I already have all my Justice League figures <laughs> that I spent weeks collecting. I'm I'm getting a terrible picture, Monty. Please don't make me develop this picture. Are you holding them while watching? Them? No, Gene. It's, it's, it's not the way you think you would hold a figure that you would no, hold no, a figure. Not at all. But... Not at all. It's decent for people to love figures. 
and a figure-to-man relationship. <laughs> Whatever that means. All right. You but basically, the story when we talked about Star Wars, taking your Star Wars figures to bed under the blanket? No, no. It was the Star Wars figures that I would play when I had the tent while watching Saturday morning cartoons. I have the original, is that Miko figures? The Kenner. Old, the, there's a Kenner. Kenner. No, no, not Star Wars. Oh, the, the old line of superheroes. The Mego. Okay. So I had a whole bunch of those. I had like Tarzan. I had Captain America, Hulk. And I have somewhere a picture of me with those figures in bed with me asleep. Okay. I have never right. been to find it. But it's out there somewhere. But the, the Justice League figures have an extra piece for each. Right, the Build-A-Figure piece. The Build-A-Figure, which was going to be Steppenwolf. Not anymore. Not in the Snyder Cuts. <laughs> which I don't think they will re-release a new version of that and put Darkseid in. No, no. But we'll see. It depends on, on the Benjamins and how many Benjamins it gets. Or the but. Hamiltons. Oh. Whoa. There you go. Keep going. So I'm going to do a Justice League review of that series as well as doing a Justice League Toy, uh, toy build-up figure. Demonstration. You're, all, you're all set, right? And then whenever we get like Wonder Woman, I'll do my two Wonder Woman figures. Your hands are <laughs> you holding your hands in a certain way. Show That's... both hands. <laughs> and I do have my uh, McFarlane the, Wonder no, Woman. No, my Golden Rope and... candy. Oh my god! <laughs> no. oh, it's coming out in October, so it shouldn't be that bad. We'll see if it comes out in October. Um, and then uh, whenever Black Widow comes out, I have several Black Widow figures. Yeah, so do I. I don't understand. And I want, I'm like, I don't want to open them yet. I just want to wait until the movie comes out to do the review and then play with the toys. Not that I can't do it now, but it's just, you know, I wanted to do something a little bit more um, hands on. <laughs> <laughs> hands, butt, whatever, on. You want to do something different. So mm-hmm. more than just doing a review of a, mu- of a movie. And maybe a video by the time that happens. We'll, we'll be confident to go on YouTube and just... <laughs> because God knows I have the face for podcasting. Oh, fine. But that's the thing that, you know, we've been collecting a lot more lately. Yeah, because we're pack rats. <laughs> well, no. well, yes, to a degree. But I, I'm trying to push so that... It becomes a thing for me to use at work. So um, action figure photography is something that I want to do. So I've been watching tons of videos on YouTube to, you know, use your figures and use whatever limited resources to kind of create scenes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's something you can definitely do in the library. You can do it outside. Granted, you know, we're still dealing with Corona and all that jazz. But... I love the idea of getting into kind of that kind of photography on a very cheap level. And it's a very engaging program uh, that I'm trying to create. So trying to take all the passions I have for that I have for, for comics and for movies and and for everything under the sun, I want to make sure that I can enjoy what I do at home mm-hmm. and also do that at work. So this way you're never going to feel like you're going to be bored. So even though we had time off, I got sick of watching TV. But then I couldn't read. I couldn't do anything. 
now I got to the point where I got past the quarantine mm-hmm. that something kind of snapped, not like in a bad way, but in a good way, in which I'm starting to be a little bit more active towards things. So uh, you're, you're acclimated to the new environment and what's going on. Right. You're, you're a creative soul. You have to get out there and do things. So you're ready. Right. So one of the things that um, happened was that my daughter gave me a Stormtrooper figure. Mm-hmm which is a samurai-inspired version of a Stormtrooper. And it's a, it's a very expensive figure. Normally, you know, if I'm spending $19, that's expensive for me. Right, I know. I'll push the envelope to be $25, $26. Sometimes. Sometimes. Damn you, GameStop. <laughs> but, you know, even then, I'll, like, I'll look at Amazon. It's like, is it still cheaper? God, it's still cheaper. But... Never would I go into the higher end. I've always looked, go to Tate's, look behind the glass, and just see them. And I'm like, they're pretty, and I would love to have, would have to want them. Mm-hmm. Would love to have, ugh. <laughs> I would love to have them, but collecting them is a pretty penny. Yeah, I know. But, but, but you're, the, the fates have given you that beautiful Anwar thing, the display case. Yeah. So I got the display case, but then again, I'm out of space of that one. We are standing in my room. We're in my room. We're surrounded by toys and wall-to-wall furniture. I get your point. Right. No, but with this collection, or at least this Star Wars figure, I want to do something special with it. So my daughter gave me an, a piece, uh, an artwork print, kind of Star Wars-inspired, also samurai is or Japanese mm-hmm, print. Mm-hmm. So I want to have that artwork be the centerpiece and then have surrounding figures be this kind of um I'm trying, trying you to do think a diorama basically or a, not so much a diorama a tribute but thing. I, I know what you want right a tribute wall basically right right so the samurais of star wars yeah giving throwing the japanese motif in there as well right so when i saw uh the print and i'm like the figure i'm like oh that's perfect so you and i went to hobby lobby which mm-hmm. you know we hate on yeah, principle but we were able to find a shadow box and a good frame. So I have that as my starting project. So now I'm going to be on the hunt for if I can find the other figures. But I also want to keep the box. <laughs> that was a little zany, but I'm like, okay. It is. Normally, like... But I, I also keep all the boxes, as you can see in my room. No, I know you do. But the difference here is that the, the box is phenomenal. It's spectacular. It is so well done. I want to keep that. It's not like when we do the unboxing stuff and you throw out the box. Right, right. That's we the, don't need it. That's but, just packaging. Right. But the <laughs> box themselves, are, I'm not throwing away $90 like that. So I'm not throwing away my toys. That's kind of been my bug lately is to look at my collection and kind of like step up the game. You know, use it, not just look at it or keep it in a box or whatever. I just want to enjoy it. On a whole new level now, you know. You can see it now, though it's achievable. It's right, and it goes back to when we did a very simple um, build a figure with Ares with the Wonder Woman. You did that yourself. You found that at Five Below. Yeah, so I got all five figures. No, four, four figures. Two and extra from Toys R Us. No, they were all from Wonder Woman. Uh, five Below. No, the ones I gave you, the one I gave you with the shield, Ares' shield, and well, that was separate. Yeah, right. That was the yeah, two yeah. Toys R Us exclusives. Right. But the the full build a figure itself, yeah, four pieces easy, easy, twenty bucks, five below, 
Right. And that was that's why I got really hooked on going to Five Below to find those kind of builder figures. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not so much disappointed. We every once in a while there'd be like little nuggets that we find. No, but like, you know, I started building on Shazam. Yes. And I mean, how long did it take you to find what was it? Pedro? Pedro was the bitch. Pedro was the and hard Eugene. one. And Eugene. And which Eugene. Was, you, yeah. you, you were the pain in the ass. You want um, to pay for, I got mine for 10. I got I mine online. And then but, but that was the thing. It's like, it, it got me back into, back in the days when, back, when we were working in Borders and doing the toy hunting stuff. It's fun. Now it's like, it's not so much finding the stuff that I want that it's brand new. It's like, let me find this collection that I can buy that's cheaper and f- complete it. Because normally, if I'm not a completist, but I'm kind of getting to that point that I want to complete the collection. It's fun. So, um, and I really, really fucking love it. And I, I noticed that when I look at most of my collection, there's yeah, not, there's, there's, there's no Marvel stuff there, is right? there? There's it's all no DC. That's why I'm so happy for you. You got so, the Guardians of the Galaxy, some of it. You had Mantis, which is the reason you got it. And then, right. But it was for, you know, my 200, 200th episode, was it? Oh, yeah. We, we did Scott Pilgrim. No, it was the... Was it a... Whatever. I did it for my anniversary. No, I think it might have been like a bonus episode for the 200th. Right, for the Patreon account we don't have. <laughs> Except for Misha. <laughs> Misha. Go to sleep now, Misha. <laughs> there you go. Because I'm sure, because we haven't done a podcast in it forever. So she, she's been up for months now. So I'm sure she's delirious. I don't know. <laughs> she, she, she's actually doing yard work. She actually likes to go out and hit the trees, banana trees, and do, do gardening she's with hitting, a machete. She's hitting trees. That's why she needs to go back to listen to our podcast. So she <laughs> stop hitting trees, Misha. With a machete. With a machete. <laughs> Does Misha in the yard with the machete? machete. <laughs> oh my god! So, aside from all that, what have you been doing to keep yourself <laughs> sane <laughs> that you care to share? Oh, I'm not sane at all. I, I just, I, I've gotten better at caregiving for my mom. I've gotten a, a procedure going so that you know it's difficult. My mom is uh, she's bedridden. It's really sad. Doesn't move around much. I don't know how much time she's got left, but my job is to keep her here as long as I can, and she's doing okay. But I've gotten a pattern where I can go in and clean her, and and you know I talk to her regularly and in a positive way, and it's it's fine. So that's basically been that, and then cooking, right. and cleaning, and and just staying alive, and staying sane by smoking cigarettes, drinking, drinking, <laughs> drinking. There's a lot of drinking lately in the pandemic. Yeah, but there was a moment, and you you were watching something with your mom. And she kind of laughed a little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> She's usually very, very quiet. Doesn't say much. We went to the floor is lava. <laughs> <laughs> and she had said this thing for, for like the entire day. And then someone fell in the lava. She went, oh. <laughs> I was so, like, what the? <laughs> of all the things. That got a reaction. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I love that show so much because that kind of helped me feel like I want to just like turn off my brain, make me laugh, and go fall in like it's burning you alive. 
<laughs> I will avenge you. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> oh my god. That was a great show, and I hope they do get renewed for a second season. Sure. But no one got off that pyramid. No, the pyramid is the that pyramid was the worst death. thing. Yeah, no one could get off. I'm like, why would you jump on that? Right from the very beginning, when a girl sacrificed herself right. for her <laughs> mom, <laughs> pushed over her the obelisk. <laughs> oh my god, that was great fun. I really, there was one of the few things that I've been loving on <laughs> Netflix is that <laughs> you know. And I was telling you about, oh, my God, you would love this. I'm glad you got to see it with your mom. <laughs> just, just watch this. I don't know what's going on here. It's either this or Disney stuff. I don't know. Oh, my God. So uh, what else have you been watching? Oh, Umbrella Academy, Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen, amazing. Uh, Harley Quinn show. Yes, would you turn me on to? Oh, I did that? <laughs> yeah, because I got stuck on like the first episode, but you were like, oh my God, <laughs> watch it. This is really, really fucking... So I like I sped through the first two seasons, and I'm like, it is really that good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it just because it, it's not so much a parody of what DC does with their characters, uh-huh. But they were able to perch comedy in a way that is not self-parroting. I think I think it's it's grand mutation off a grand mutation of what 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 the Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn movie was yeah. trying to do. Right. But you have limitations because you're doing live action. Right. But this was like no no, and you can just create your own freaking universe. Right. It's not going to touch anything else, and it's just beautiful. Right. You, and you I, can kill characters and just change things with. And I, I think we funny. had a couple of favorites, but our favorite is, is like is Bane, <laughs> and his performance. Um, it, it, I just never thought I would laugh as much as I did with this show. Um, and I still haven't seen Short Track, not Short Tracks, the no, <laughs> the the track, the Lower Decks. Lower Decks series. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. The first and episode was on for free. Like I know, and if the the deal's still on, like for a free month, I, I I may do it when I have all the episodes, and I'll binge it and see how it goes. But I have no interest. But the problem lies with that concept. To me, maybe it's going to be different if I watch it. But it's the self parroting yeah, of it's, itself. It's not. It's not right, and I don't think it works in that sense because Star Trek is not that. You may have comedy elements, but it's not poking fun at itself at the expense of itself. I watched the first episode of it, and they had this really like fast-talking character right. or whatever, and I'm like, that in itself is not Star Trek. Right. I get that you're excited, or I get that you're drunk, I get that you're hyper, but in Star Trek, they all talk in measured tones because it's about plot and about character development. But having that kind of humor based on... on rep- rep- Repetition or speed mm-hmm. and just hyperness that that doesn't quite fit the idea of Star Trek in my mind. But it was, right. yep, good luck with that. Right, it's a variant of what we know, and it will either survive and thrive or it will die. So right, but it's like um, the trouble with Edward, the short trek, in which you know the officers themselves are not really keeping to kind of Starfleet. Um protocol and the way to deal with personnel is like no you'll be transferred so it can be someone else right right problem. conversation is over yeah no right. no but I, I still have something to say i just the right no conversation is over yeah it's right. very so it doesn't work in that sense because that's not star trek and then someone pointed out and somebody on youtube that picard had q 
That's I it. saw that. Right. Yeah, as Deal well. with yeah. Barkley, like, you know, find out something be about him. Be friends with the man. Just, right. Just, Work with him. And Jordan was like, wait, but you're just giving me an order to be friends with someone? I'm going to talk to HR about that because you can't. No. But in the end, you know, he worked out. It's and, and then he got Voyager back home, you know? Perfect, you know? Mm. You know? You know? I'm sorry, I watched Jerry Maguire recently. I'm sorry. <laughs> you complete me, Gene. <laughs> you had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, and we had we we've had this, this discussion several times about why is it that sometimes you can go full balls to the walls with the cursing like Deadpool and Logan works, but you can't do that when you have like Star Trek and, and the cursing. Not to go into whole Star Trek stuff. Yeah, that really upset you. Yeah, I was okay with it because it was so rare. But but it did get on my nerves in Picard. Right, Picard. I mean, you do it on Discovery, fine ish. Yeah, but you're doing Picard, and it's just like you know you're grandstanding, and it and it doesn't it's belong there, right? And you you're throwing it for the sake of what? Because it loses the impact. But the thing is, in my mind, Picard was not a quality show, right? So it's like, oh, you guys had an idea that you thought Star Trek was, so you ripped this shit out and you filmed right. it, and it's crap, right? But the, it's, the, it's, do do any kind of adult language on Lower Decks or no? <sighs> no, not really. No. Okay, but it's but, but when I showed my friend Laura hit, she was like, "Oh, so it's it's a, it's for kids, right?" I'm like, "Oh no, it's not for kids." <laughs> yeah, and then the, of course Nickelodeon will have their their own that show. will be for kids. Yeah, we'll see because you know our our fandom for Star Trek and Star Wars are like in in the toilets right now. So going back to DC and the yes, fandom, yes. the reason you're here. We haven't gotten uh, to talk in a while, so I right. apologize for the... Uh, right. But that's where, you know, there's this turn, and it, it's a really good turn that DC is now in a good place. Um, Finally. But are they? Because remember, <coughs> the firings just happened two weeks ago. Yes. and They had their Pluto Nash day, and it... <laughs> Pluto but Nash it didn't, it didn't, it's not going to touch this stuff. That's the comic industry. Basically, the comic industry and the merchandise and the merchandise, yes, just just that those departments are destroyed. The DC universe, we kind of knew that if they were going to be absorbed by Warner Time Warner, Warner Time Warner, that was going to be pulled in somewhere else. But it was so brutal, just one day. I know, and it it was kind of obvious when they pulled off Harley Quinn and. Doom Patrol from DC Universe and then put it onto HBO Max. And then a couple of weeks later, they dropped off Swamp Thing. <laughs> um, and I think Titans... Pull the car around. Yeah. Uh, like, literally, like, you see what we're doing, right? <laughs> you see what's coming, right? So it wasn't as if, oh, by the way, we're taking the house, yeah, I, I, too. To my understanding, it, it, it just, this had to happen. Unfortunately, the way it did, but right. that this is the way it's going, and yeah. So DC was just grabbed and right. So the one thing that I would say is that what I liked about DC Universe when well, I had it and we shared it with you was that you had all the DC content you wanted, all of it, just all of it, just there, and you had uh, access to the digital comics, which was fantastic. So if they pull that into HBO Max and you also include the digital comics, that's a bonus. I, that'll take a while to do if they're, gonna, if they're going to do that. And, because right now, HBO Max is not doing well. Right. 
But well, we are all owned by Disney Plus, right? <laughs> I mean, Disney Plus is the way to go. It's perfect. It's got everything, doesn't it? I mean, it's just the. We'll see. Sorry. But even Disney is struggling because, you know, Mulan will be out not th- this week. Uh, September 4th. Right. <laughs> so, the boys is coming out. Everything's just going to hit. Right. So it's going to be, you know, bloodbath come Labor Day weekend. But here's a question. Are you going to pluck down the $30 to watch Mulan? I will let my sister do that, who is a doctor. <laughs> okay. And they will ask for her password. They would her, put her password on my Amazon Fire Stick. And they will keep my password because I have got a lot of other people on that. <laughs> right. But I can't cancel that. But I don't want to share my sister's password with that. So I'll just do that. And right. that's how I'll watch Mulan. Okay. Friends through friends. What? Friends with benefits. Oh, oh. It's my sister, man. Your friend is your sister? Stop. That's not how it works, Gene. Um, but I will say, because I was asking... The my... actress that plays my sister. <laughs> oh, my God, right. <laughs> because there have been years, and like I've known Gene for like over 20 years. And I'm like, when did you get a sister? <laughs> and on. then I, like, I saw her, and I'm like, that's not your sister. That's some actress. <laughs> um, so I did ask my kids about Mulan. And talked about the benefit. I'm like, yeah. 30 bucks, cheaper than the movie theater. You can't get to the movie theater anywhere right now. Right, exactly. Although we did go to a drive through, which, which is kind of cool. I, I enjoyed that. Um, but price it out for the three of us, it's 10 bucks a piece. I'm like, we can manage that. So, and who knows? Are you, so you're going to do it? I'm going to do it. But who knows if we'll get a Black Widow after that? I. I, don't I wouldn't be surprised. If Mulan hits, I expect Black Widow, as my prediction, it will follow suit. I, I don't know. I don't, it's such a big movie. But, it is. But it was on the verge of coming out, and they spent all the production value, the advertising, and the world still is not safe. Right. But I think it all depends on what happens in the movie theaters that are opening sporadically throughout the country now. Right. Which the COVID is, thing. But it takes one person to get sick in a movie theater from a movie theater. Right. And it all shuts down because even schools open for like what a week, and then it shut down. and then it shut down. Right, but what movie that came out? Uh, Tenant was overseas. Yes, um, it will be. I don't think is it out yet. It, it came out it's overseas. Twenty fourth overseas for for uh, reviewers okay. for the, for them. Um, but like everything else, if, if it doesn't hit for a global audience. Then the risk is put it for on Disney Plus. And, and because you're not going to, you want to have content and you have problems with production with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we may not see this year. So we may get one division. Uh, I don't know. It, we'll it's too unpredictable. This, this pandemic thing is very strange. Right. And things are changing constantly. Like, who knew that we'd be Zooming everything? Yeah. And that. My gosh, even the Democratic National Convention was a Zoom meeting. Yeah. But uh, they did it well, I think. Right. Like, but going back to the DC, DC side, fandom, yeah. um, you know, DC seems to have a lot more stronger structure on different platforms. You know, yes. We have, you know, the movies are, are there and they will be coming out, but we also have games, which is something that Marvel really lacks. Well, that Avengers game is eventually going to come out at some point. <laughs> Yeah, but even then, that's just one game. I know. The Avengers, and to me, that's not even like fantastic looking. Or at no, least, it doesn't look. Yeah, I know. So their character design is low. What? Right. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about the the DC games in a bit. But 
the the movie side, the TV uh, game side, and the TV side. You know, we have the CW programs that are kicking ass still. Marvel does not have, but they will. <clears throat> Even when they will, it's one show. Whether it's Falcon and Winter Soldier or WandaVision, that's one show. But give it a year. Give it a year. Give it two years. I mean, the things they've got planned. I mean, She-Hulk, Moon Knight. Oh, I know. Seriously, Moon Knight. I know, but that's not now. That's the problem. So the edge here is DC, because they've had the Flash, they've had Arrow, Supergirl, <coughs> Legends of Tomorrow, and I'm I'm glad for Batgirl, those things. Yes, Batgirl, Batwoman, uh, nice. Black Lightning, Star Girl. So and and then of course on HBO Max, uh, the Doom Patrol and Harley Quinn, and Swamp Thing. So there's a lot more properties, which again, it, it's it's them realizing. It's okay that they're not connected because it's the whole multiverse idea. Right. <clears throat> you can have this version of Batman be different from that Batman that we see now. And that's fine. And I'm glad they're acknowledging that. But who's going to get there first? DC I mean, always gets there first. No, well, they've announced it, but whose movie's going to come out first is my question. Is it going to be... Doctor Strange and the Multitude of Madness, is that going to come up before, only, only before after, the Flash movie? Because the Flash movie is the one that opens it up for the DC Universe, isn't it? WandaVision has to come out first, and then Doctor Strange. Right. I, I get that, so, supposedly. But, right, supposedly. But because everything else is backed, that could be changed, too. Oh, gosh. Because they have to start production on that, in which I don't think they even started. Right. Same thing with Doctor, uh, Doctor with the Flash. So that's what I'm saying. DC right now, solid, solid, and stuck the landing. Yeah. Right. So um, they don't have to rely like Marvel on just the movies to be the, the driving engine. Right. For but they're the they're going to lose their comic division though. They're, that's I mean, a whole that, other thing. We're just going to go to. I know, but we're not talking. We'll talk about that at some later time. Yeah. Goodness me. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to the fandom after fucking forty minutes. Shit. <laughs> Anyone still out there? We should just we should just Michelle, you asleep? So one of the complaints I will say about DC fans. So so wait, where where were you when it started? So I was there watching my laptop from the countdown. And when it started it hit zero zero and then things I got like it started up and it was nice. It was nice. I didn't like that you had to watch it on your laptop. Or a device. Or a device. Right. It was not your TV. Right. I didn't like that. But okay. So I was able to get around that and use an adapter to plug into my phone and cast it to my TV. That was the way I got around that. My laptop is super laggy, so there's no way that I'm going to watch a stream like that and enjoy watching this process. The fact that you see Linda Carter popping in and Kristen Wiig losing her shit, that would have been terrible on a small phone. Right, I agree. So that should have been something that, like on YouTube, like they did for Comic-Con, put it on that kind of platform or put it on HBO Max if you had that or Amazon Prime. Whatever. Yeah, it's strange they didn't do that. Yeah, so I would have thought you would have had different platforms to carry that load. Um, you could have watched it on YouTube, but then you'd have reviewers talking over it or shut behind their heads or whatever. Right, and, there, like, right. and there were some people that were doing better jobs. Yeah, uh, that they just like 
when it had those weird little intermission <laughs> animation talking kids. Yeah, the wasp uh, drama crap. That was so it's like, yeah, so here we are going to talk about this in just a moment. You know, thank you for watching my stream, whatever. And then, of course, DC or Warner, whatever, start going after people that were playing the trailer or reviewing the trailer and getting copyrighted oh, and, and being shut God. down. Okay. That's what happened to Kevin Smith doing his live stream. So they were watching the trailer <laughs> and Watchmen, not Watchmen, the, the Justice League trailer, and it got shut down. Oh, God. Okay. So, I mean, they still may able to come back, but... All right, so, so getting back to the experience. So there you are. You're watching it. Right. And the thing is, from what I've been reading, is that there are multiple, like the multiverse, different areas that you can go and explore. The landing page, when you go to dcfandom.com, it's just a video in which you're in the Hall of Heroes, which is like the bulk of the programming. Right. and then But then there are tabs around the top or the, the side you could click on-ish. I didn't see that. And that's the problem because I cast it to my phone and I looked at Okay, I was watching it on my laptop and I, I saw that <laughs> there were some things you could do, but you didn't get... No. Okay. So I, I think I'm like, there should have been an app for this. But again, like you said, they only had a couple of months to kind of put this together. Right. So... <laughs> And everyone's everyone's so happy, even though they're now don't work there anymore. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. Not yet. So let's talk about the content. All right, right off the bat, Wonder Woman, 1984. The second trailer came out, which I don't want to see another trailer. I got to see Cheetah. Good luck. You watch one movie. No. <laughs> you get 15 trailers. The only one that I've seen all the trailers. Mm-hmm. Was this the last Star Wars movie? I'm so sorry. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do you remember we watched it? Like the reveal. We're like, wait, what was the name of the fucking movie? What right. was the name? We missed right. it. We were so like, right. Ooh. because of the whole laughing. It was like, oh my god, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I stopped. I don't watch anything past the second trailer because the third one would give too much away. But Star Wars was an exception. But to me. This had it didn't have the Blue Monday background music and it right, was fine, right. but I still loved it and I loved the fact that there was a lot more humor from um, Steve Trevor, which right? Was, the fanny pack, the fanny pack. The fanny pack. <laughs> Wait, everyone wear parachute pants? <laughs> parachutes now? I did back in the eighties. No, really? <laughs> yes. You wore parachute pants? I wore parachute pants. Oh my god! So that line, I'm like, yeah. I got the members only jacket. I thought that was, but the parachute pants. No. Did you get an invitation for the members only? <laughs> <laughs> but I was happy to see the appearance, the first appearance of Cheetah. So, even though it was kind of a little dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barbara, what did you do? <laughs> I still like the fact that, okay, it may be completely CG. I get it. It would be kind of nice to see like some kind of practical effects, and I hope they do that with Kristen. I really would like to see that. But it's like the moment that people said, Michael Keaton is playing who? Right, Batman? Right, right. Like, fuck no. That's the worst idea. He turned out to be a great... Uh, character. No, but book. I think I think Kristen Wiig's role will end when the CGI takes over. I know. Like, like, like okay, can you do? Can we do the motion capture? Because <laughs> we're like, no, I can't do that. 
Who am I? Benedict Cumberbatch? I'm not doing that fucking dragon on the floor. I'm going to get down on my hands and knees and do what? You know how old I am? I'm not going to purr like a cat. Meow. But it'll be fine, I, I hope. I don't know. The story, I, I'm so excited. I love the fact that it's 1984. I love the fact that she's dressing like Linda Carter. Oh my like god, Vanderpil- that white dress. And she's so hot. Yeah. And I'm... Uh, and I can feel the, the the camaraderie coming from the cast and how much, yeah. how fun it was to be on this thing. But I'm like, but the plot sounds ridiculous. The <laughs> witching stone doesn't makes wishes come true. I don't know. It's okay. It just, it's okay. I know. We will be okay. I know. The problem lies also is that, you know what? Sometimes the universe doesn't have to be the thing they have to worry about. Right. Just tell us a regular story. You know, shit happens. How do you fix it? You know, that's the problem like, with all the crises in the books. Each crisis kept building on what was done before and make it bigger and bigger and bigger. Right, and so you can't, you can't possibly do that now. Right. So resort to telling, uh, telling about... A Venice. small story. A right. small story, yeah. But, but uh, I don't know. Wishing Stone? I, I don't know. It'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Hey, we have jewelry that took out half the universe. So. Yeah, good boy. Thank you. Thank you. That makes me feel much better. Thank you. That, that, so, that was actually brilliant. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, I, I, I love the fact that Linda Carter showed up in, in that uh, Where is she panel. in the movie? She's in the movie somewhere, right? Oh, my God. I would lose my fucking mind if she does appear. Just give me one cameo. <laughs> You, you're going to lose your mind, Monty. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. I hope so. What I was hoping that she would be in the first one. I know we all were, but I, I, I feel bad that Wonder Woman lost her sword and shield because she's not going to have that. I don't think yeah. And the invisible plane. Do you think that was the invisible plane? I don't know. I, that's I, what... I'm saying the thing to myself. Wait, that's a jet. When do jets have cockpits that see two people side by side? Right. You know what I mean? I'm just and, like and that's... Two, that. That's not invisible, but divisible. No, so and I... then the radar thing, and I don't know. Yeah, uh, whatever. We'll see. It would all be answered someday. Right, and, and we're looking forward to it. The right. thing is, the idea is, trailer, yay or nay? Yeah. For me, definitely, yay. Oh, fuck yeah. Funnier. I mean, the fact that it started off with this, yeah, I mean... We opened with yeah. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, that's amazing. That's perfect. And that's just the start of it. That's the start of baby. That's the appetizer. <laughs> what? There's more? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next piece is going to be the Gotham Knights. Right, right. So, me not being the gamer here. <laughs> I don't much. know. I don't know about this Montreal office. I, I, I don't know much. I, I played Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, and right. then I stopped. I have the other games. I never finished them. But amazing fighter games and yeah. great. Yeah. And stylized to that universe. Even right. though I, I, it wasn't Rocksteady. Rocksteady did the previous games ish. They didn't do Arkham. Night? No, they didn't. Do, they didn't do Arkham. They didn't do Arkham Origin. Right. That was spun away to another company, which I guess this one is. But uh, what do you think about the content? I mean, Batman's dead apparently in this universe. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> wink, wink. And um, it summons Tim Drake, Barbara Gordon as Batgirl, uh, uh, Dick Grayson, yeah, Nightwing, Nightwing, and the Red Hood. Right. Who is Jason Todd? I guess. Yeah. And you get to play as those characters. Right. And your concern was, oh, wait, do I have to play this online with other people and, like, be team-ups and things like right. that? Right. That was nature? my concern because there were moments of gameplay 
during the DC fandom where you he's following you. He's in the side. And I'm like, wait, is that me? Can I switch into that character like Lego? Like the Lego games? <laughs> switch. Like, oh no, I'm getting the crappy that switch. <laughs> but yeah. I I don't know because they seem to be running together. But we'll see. Yeah. I, I I will admit that that game experience seeing that uh, little clip made me go. You know, I should play Arkham Knight. And I, I put it back in my PlayStation 4. And I turned it on and played like 10 minutes of it recently. And I'm like, oh, it's too long. I can't play this. <laughs> yes. And it's right here, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> right next to me. I wanted to play. It's too hard. I don't know. And, and, and I, I just mentioned also that during my quarantine, you helped me out by lending your Xbox, the original classic <laughs> Xbox. Just beat something. Monty <laughs> has beaten how many video games in your life, Monty? I think... Two or three, and again with the aid of my then six-year-old daughter. Um, but you never beat that video game in the arcade. Difficult. Oh no, never in arcade. Well, you have your chance now. But yeah. uh, anything else at home? So, what was the games you built? Your, the few games you beat with your daughter. Well, no, it was just more about like uh, since you lent me so much of the different games, I wanted to play the arcade style. Because it, that's the easy part. You don't have to invest in the story. Right, You right, just right. jump in, you start playing, and, and, and that's it. And infinite quarters. Right, right. <laughs> just, I love that. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. That's the thing. I mean, we can still go to, well, we used to go to Arcade Odyssey, so a lot of those games are still there. And you can still play them. At a quarter at a time, which is still fascinating. That's incredible it's not a quarter at a time they're tokens the tokens are more expensive they're Whatever. actually like 55 cents each <laughs> but they're still cheaper than yeah. anything else i've seen um i will say that gotham knights the trailer looks fantastic i mean it's all glitzy as hell and basically it's all like one long cutscene. but i don't know for myself like I'm so behind. Like I've never played any of the Batman uh, Arkham Asylum games. So do you want to? I can do. I can. I can make that possible. We'll see. I just need to get to that point. I mean, I would like to kind of go into that kind of lineage and just build up towards that. Okay, so you'd have to start from the ground up. I, that's what I would do. Okay. So, but that's again, I haven't not been too much into a gaming mode. Hopefully, things will change. You're an adult. That's why I had problems playing Arkham. Nights last night. I, I I have responsibilities. I couldn't. I couldn't get. I couldn't right. immerse myself. Right. I could not lose myself in that world and actually care about how to steer the fucking Batmobile correctly. Right. For hours on. Right. I'm like, I, oh fuck it. I can't. Do right. It. Rage quit. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's that's. I, I think that's the problem because, you know, the the time that like no no I need to worry be worried about this thing. Right. <laughs> not that thing, that I can just like enjoy myself. So. All right, so let's go into the Suicide Squad, in which James Gunn <laughs> is able to now bring... Because he's, he's editing from home. It's all done. Yeah. You're just editing. So he hosted the panel himself, and he had like a, kind of like a weird game show that the, uh, the guy who played Rick Flagg and uh, Viola Davis as uh, Amanda Walker, they picked their own teams. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, 
Oh my God, what's up? Pete Davidson was the last one to be picked. He's like, man, this feels just like high school. <laughs> I felt bad for him. No one's in the king, queen, the king of Staten Island. Come on, start in that. I would want to, I really wanted to see that, but I'm like, do I want to rent it? Uh, 20 bucks? Uh, I know. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. I'll get the blue red, red deal. Red, red, red box. box. For dollar five. Or I just wait till the library gets it. And, I know. Yeah. But the fact that he's in it, I'm kind like kind of happy for him. You know, I like the fact that what he does on SNL. You know, I don't understand what he does on SNL. A lot of people don't understand, <laughs> but it's the thing that I identify because he's not the typical good-looking guy. You know, he doesn't take himself seriously, but he is funny as hell at times when he's able to do the things that make him stand out. Right. Right. So the fact now he's branching out into uh, movies. Is That's, he still with SNL? Yeah. He's still there, okay. Yeah. But he also has problems with uh, mental uh, health also that he's been dealing with um, on and off with depression. So, you know. But he had a great song, a uh, video they did on uh, being at home with his mom. <laughs> so, because he lives with her. He lives in the basement and she lives up, up, upstairs in the house. Um, but overall, uh, what I loved about this is the fact that there's a lot of people in this movie, like yeah. up the wazoo. And I'm surprised that they actually played the trailer and like most of the people seem to be in the movie, in the movie. Right. That they're not gonna kill off early. I mean, I'm sure there'll be one or two, right? That's generally how it works. You have enough people. You I, brought I, you brought back like two people from the original movie. Right. Harlequin and, and Boomerang. Ken, Ken Boomerang. So you can definitely like Let's make a difference. Yeah. We killed everyone in Deadpool 2. So you did that already. <laughs> you killed so, Brad Pitt. <laughs> so in the Umbrella Academy, Luther can't have that eating problem because they did that in the Avengers oh my God. Endgame. <laughs> Sorry. That, that was really weird. So, but I, I really love the fact that John Cena is in this. And I've been like a fan of his because he can act. And I'm like, if he can be the like the next you know, Rock, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I would be happy for him. Because to make that transition from wrestling and to be not only like a decent actor, but like he's really fucking good. So for his character, the way he play, described it as a douchier Captain America, you know, that he'll that he will take, um, make peace by any means, like, like even killing people in the process. Mm-hmm. I'm really kind of curious and I want to do a, a deeper dive when, when, it squad, to, sure. when we get there, um, just because that's what I did with the original one, so it gave me a lot more history, and I'm glad that the the one that I read had King Shark, and King Shark is back in the second one, mm-hmm. which I loved, and I loved him and um, the Harley Quinn TV series by Ron Funches. That is certainly an interpretation of the character. <laughs> yeah, but also you know the the King Shark also appeared in the Flash in a couple episodes right. that I loved too, so. I'm all in for King Shark, and I'm glad they didn't bring in um, what's his name, the alligator guy, uh, Killer Croc. Killer Croc. I would have gone a little bit bigger with Killer Croc, but that's fine. Well, they did that in the last movie, so no, I know. But I'm saying, like, the Killer Croc in my head is like, you know, yeah, more I, I get it, yeah. yeah. So, but it's fine. Walking uh, around the Batman animated series, are we thinking? <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. All right, what happened next? All right, so the big thing that we all there for. Is the Justice League trailer. So Zack Snyder did his little panel and he had 
his Justice League come out and ask him questions <laughs> for the fans. And the awkward moment that came out, it was, you know, the guy who played Cyborg, Ray... Um, Fisher. Ray Fisher. It's like, so, in the <laughs> movie that <laughs> you are going to be doing, what did you hope to expand? Oddly enough, you said this, Ray. <laughs> it's the role of Cyborg. <laughs> because... You're the heart of the movie. And I'm glad that, considering if we have not followed the news, that when Joss took over and did his Justice League Wow, version, are we calling it that now? No, oh, yeah. A lot, that's been a, a, a thing for a while. Okay. Um, because he injected a lot of Joss-isms, the humor and a different color palette and all that. But there were stories that, he was trying to relate that Joss was not the kindest person on set, and then the executives were basically uh, enabling his behavior. Mm-hmm. So, and now stories have gone out so that there's enough uh, material that Warner Brothers has started to uh, start an investigation on what had happened during the movie set. So, so it has kind of like a weird. It has a weird underpinning mm-hmm. of something that's supposed to be positive. Because when the movie came out, it came out and I'm like, ugh. It right. It was, it, was, it, was a, it was a hot, sick mess. Right. Because of the situation that happened with uh, Zach and uh, losing losing his daughter. Right. Then taking a leave of absence from the project and then bringing Joss in to finish the project and do reshoots. And then, of course, we hear the story about the, the executives who want to make sure that movie was under two hours. Right, it pisses me off, which I really so, and I don't it understand has to, why you would do that. Yeah, that's all it is. It's their interest, not the interest of us. And that's business, unfortunately. And their approach was, just do it on, on that time frame, and we'll leave it and call it a day. All right, so, so what did you think of the new footage, Monty? Mm. Right off the bat, I thought I was watching Watchmen again. It did have that feel, yes. But the Hallelujah song really felt more appropriate rather than a nod to Watchmen. That Hallelujah, right. after years of rumors about a Zack Snyder cut and finally seeing new footage that is going to be in the new movie or the new series, because mm-hmm. it's going to be a four one-hour series. With bonus content, I'm sure, before... Right, yeah. and then eventually it'll be a four-hour version, including a black and white version on top of that. I loved it. I couldn't ex- explain my happiness to see not only this happen, but to now see that we're that much closer, one step closer to seeing this become a reality. And sometimes a lot of directors don't get that opportunity. I know. And he is more deserving of that opportunity. And I'm glad that the fans, not only bad on, on his side, but that following the corporation saw the respect that they need to do for the fans. I don't know if that's why they're doing it. <laughs> but uh, No, but that's the thing. The, the, this would never have happened until... Without the, right, but, but Zach kept pushing it. Yeah. I mean, I, he kept his Twitter account active, and he kept you know, throwing it out there, chumming the water, if you will. But right. it's fine. It worked. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really. When was there the the backlash about? Oh, there's a, a director's cut of Star Trek: Devotion Picture. 
I don't know. I mean, that that all started to me with the whole Blade Runner thing. Right. Don't get me started. <laughs> Too many versions of that to begin with. Right. But there was a director's cut of um, Star Trek The Motion Picture, which turns out to be even better because they finished the effects for V'ger and did a lot more cutting of the whole space journey inside mm-hmm, V'ger. Mm-hmm. Better product. So here, I'm hoping for the exact same results. Just like, you know, Ridley Scott did his multiple versions of Blade Runner, you get to that point in which, like, enough, but... It'll be different. I'm, right. I'm looking forward to it. Again, it's a whole new interpretation of the storyline. The fact that you're bringing in a different villain for the heroes to fight. I mean, like, what the... what Dark side? Shit. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. And just new stuff. Right. And, and as... The original director had intended. I, look, it sucks when you have to clean up someone else's work. And I'm sure Joss, for whatever reason, was there. I don't know. But I don't know how, many, how much he changed. But it's going to be interesting when this comes out, how everything's going to flip on him. Right. You know? If because before, if, he, like, he was the savior. You know, he, right. First, I did the, I, and I did the Avengers. And right. I'm coming in here. And, I, and then I've never seen like such a terrible fall out of the gates. Right. And you felt like, no, maybe Joss just had too much conflict with... His vision versus what the Marvel wanted. But he was just supposed to finish it, right? So you shouldn't be able to make changes in story points. No, I understand. But that's where, like, no, no, we, we believe in Joss. You know, the old phrase. And then, like, he can do no wrong. And then, oh, he's going to help out with Zach? Good. I'm, I'm kind of on board. And, but then... I know. This is like one of those horrible things where, no, yeah, we didn't have internet at the time. We'll never know what happened. Right. You know, we can <laughs> speculate all you want. We can watch... Midnight Edge stuff and conspiracy <laughs> things and just like and then this happened like well, what really you never know yeah you never know all but all but what you can see though is when the movie comes out you can see whether you like it or not right and the fact of the matter is yeah the Justice League movie to me wasn't great it was okay I didn't like it right. not my favorite thing could have been better but to have Zach back with these iconic images for the trailer I'm like yeah. All right, yeah, this this would have been better. Yeah, and Black Man, not Black Man, <laughs> Superman. Nice! <laughs> Superman in the black suit. I loved it. I'm glad to see that, finally. And, you know, I, I, I'm happy to see the thing that I'm, like, struggling for. We didn't get our DC version of Avengers. Right. We just got a DC version of uh, Justice League. Now is going to be on, on par, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> it's like the Richard Donner cut of Superman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know. Oh, God. That was... I mean, yeah, I know that's the deleted scene, but I still love that scene where he's going in and he's getting shot by the machine guns and then the fire and all that. I love that. That. Yeah. It's an amazing sequence, even though it's already been stated that he's bulletproof and he's fireproof. Yeah, but you get to see it. But you want it. to get to see it. Exactly. <laughs> that's a freeze all ray. He gets hit by a freeze ray. Okay. These are talking but, about right. the lead scenes of Superman. And, right. And then you cut that sequence, and it's like he flies down, and then he punches the door, and then there he is. Yeah, I, That's it. They, they cut the whole sequence out. So, But we know that as fans, because we watched it on TV, and I'm like, yeah. that was not in the movie. They, they edited for television version. That has more? Yeah. <laughs> Just, Maybe four hours. <laughs> Watch the, the Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Rings. Oh, all. my God. The super extended version on TBS. <sighs> Six hours. All right. So uh, sometime in 2021, you'll get it. You get four nerdgasms, Monty. Not just one. You get four. And I hope the way they'll do this, one at a time, once a week. Yeah, absolutely. Play it out. Enjoy that. 
because that's what's going to help build momentum. That's all I care about. You don't want a guy Gadot hosting or Henry Cavill walking around with the mustache or without? No. No. The evening. Hi. You know what would be kind of cool? <laughs> What's that? Do the whole thing like what Ron Moore did for BSG after every episode. Yeah. Do a whole commentary on that episode. That would be awesome to do. You heard it, Zach. Go do that. <laughs> Comment on that episode you just filmed and we will watch it again. I would love that to have to have, have that happen. Okay, so all right. So moving on, uh, Black Adam. Not so much footage, <laughs> but yeah. more of this is the idea we're going to go with an animatic trailer. So if you don't know what an animatic trailer is, it's the pre-visualization of what you want to film, what the characters look like, what the setting looks like, the fight sequences, whatever. You want to build that out first, so you have an idea to then. It's all pre-production, but the, that movie. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're going to release. They're going to reveal the the just the JSA. JSA, right? Yeah. So there is a uh, an Adam Smasher. He is the one, the only character or the only actor that has been not only confirmed cast, right. and cast, but planning to have a spinoff. I'm like, but we just no, that's too soon. So, whatever. Uh, Hawkman is supposed to be in there. Doctor Fate. I don't know if Stargirl will be in there. Uh, I don't know. But it'd be kind of cool if we see Green Lantern or Golden Age Flash. Right. Green Lantern, whose weakness is wood. Which, like, really? I could throw a piece of wood at you, and you can't do anything about it. I, I don't know. Except move aside. <laughs> Unless you don't see it coming. The Black Adam animatic trailer, you know, it has limited motion and things of that nature, and it's... Uh, Dwayne doing narration. It's okay. He looks great in it. He's not doing that weird um, widow's peak hair, uh, black hair piece, whatever. Right, right, that right. That we've known him for. He's just going to be strictly bald. That's, That's fine. fine. That's how he is. Yeah. That's how he comes. That's fine. So I'm, I'm clear with that. But no date yet as to when that's going to into production. But you, but you were screaming for it last time we got together. Well, because I was like, Stop making Skyscraper. I want Black Adam. You make Skyscraper. Skyscraper is terrible. <laughs> Stop making Rampage. I wanted to... You Black like Adam Rampage. Or... I like Rampage. I mean, not for nothing. He does really good stuff. Even Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Calvin and Shaw. Wow, you can't say it, can you? <laughs> I, I still appreciate what he can do. Hobbes and Shaw. Hobbes and Shaw. Calvin and Hobbes. Peanut butter and jelly. I don't care. He still is able to deliver enough of... Uh, a, a good movie and uh, popcorn experience, ex- family yes. thing. I like him a lot, but I want my Black Adam movie be done with this, and I want to bring in Shazam to <laughs> be done with this because I waited long for this. You but you're, know? You're, but there, Shazam's getting his own movie, though. I thought didn't they announce that? Yeah, but I I, I didn't get a chance to find out more about I, that I didn't at really this either. time. So. But it, it has to happen. I know because the kids were getting but, but too the, old. So the, there's a Black Adam movie, then there's a separate Shazam movie. So that's what we're getting, right? I don't know. So that's, I don't know. Okay. Who knows? I know. I, I, 24 hours of programming. I couldn't watch the whole thing either. Right, exactly. All right, so moving on, we have another game, which is going to be the Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. What do you think about that trailer? That was interesting. Just from perspective, this is Rocksteady. This is their, their thing. This is their secret project. 2022, I think it said, though. 
I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't know. To be able to play bad guys yeah. against evil good guys, it, it's pretty kick-ass. I'm sure to come out to just pitch the uh, James Gunn movie when it comes out, hopefully. Or, or no, or it'll be but after it, that. Looked, it looked so much fun. It did look like a lot of fun. And like the characters kind of from the movies. Yeah. An evil Superman. Wow. Which, at the last scene, Captain Boomerang throws a boomerang. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, I should have done that. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, the, the one criticism I would say, mm. Captain Boomerang does not have that kind of speed. Yeah, yeah, that flourish, that it was weird. It was weird to watch. So unless it, they explain that, that doesn't make sense. And I'm sure they will. I, come on, injustice. Look, I know injustice. Yeah. I'm all in that. Speaking of which, I think the rumor is that injustice uh, three, they're planning to bring in the Watchmen. If they do, I'm all in. Not that I'm not in for the others, but yes, do it, do it. Yeah, but but then Doctor Manhattan's overly powered. I, I mean, it doesn't make a difference because I can go against Superman as Green Arrow. Right, kick his ass. Take the pill that made me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good point, I guess. But I don't. All right. So whenever the game comes out, we'll talk about that then. And the kicker of the night, as if this was enough news. No, there's more. <laughs> there's the Batman trailer with uh, Robert Pattinson. Which, not that I was worried about him as Batman. Right. I mean, we saw a couple of stills, and it looked kind of cool. Um, but the trailer blew me away. I, th- I think what will happen is Ken- you'll see Tenet before you'll see Batman. He's in that, too. So yeah. well, hopefully that'll boost your confidence. Like, oh, that'll be fine as Batman. Well, I didn't think he was a bad actor. It was just more... Well, all I've ever seen him is freaking Harry Potter. And then, no, I haven't right. watched the Twilight movies because I refuse to. Right, so exactly. I'm just like, the Harry Potter kid was okay, but yeah. I don't know. This guy that... Is he microwaving tinfoil? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone reads that GQ article. I'm like, what? was it Vanity Fair? I don't know. Whatever. Was... Whatever thing. Like, yeah, he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but anyway, <laughs> in Batman. Uh, so it starts off with a really dark tone where you have that uh-huh. the taping. Uh, right. And the Riddler. Yeah. Which is like, wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't realize, oh, we're doing the Riddler, but a completely different, really twisted version of the Riddler. Not the Jim Carrey. No. Not the Frank Garson. No. Uh, but it's, it's fine. I'm okay. Darker villains for darker times. Kind of could work. Right. Yes. And, and it, it does feel um, um, uh, police procedural uh, type of Batman where he is working with them, not like behind the scenes. That was weird, though. Yeah. To have, to have you know, oh, God, the actor's name. I don't know. Uh, right? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Right. It's Commissioner Gordon talking. Love it. Love and then, and then like, you can tell it's Batman. Yeah. You can see the cape flustering under it a little bit and just uh, walking like, what do you think? And it's just like <laughs> that. That kind of casualness is a little weird for me. Well, it, it, it's, it's kind of like he modern had, day. He has the presence, but not kind of like that, like that swag mm-hmm. just yet. Because basically, they said this is kind of like a year or two, so he's not quite there yet. But I still felt it. But I'm like, that's those are new boots, right? <laughs> he's just like they're not like really armor kind of boots, but he's making it up as I go along. I get it. Okay. Go with it, 
but it does have that kind of like seven dark noir feel to it a little bit. Uh, and, th- and there was a scene where he's being surrounded by all these people, like they had an Arkham video game kind of feel. Yeah. With all those people feel like, oh no, just put the X button a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm not doing. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, you know the famous one scene that, that, or one shot of people are losing the takeaway, the the the, the, the <coughs> money shot. Yeah, that basically, you know, who are you? And um, just one of the guys, <laughs> like like a lot, <laughs> goes back. They're going back. He's down. He's down. He's down. No, no he's, I'm gonna hit him too And I, every reaction uh, trail uh, video that I saw on YouTube, people were just losing their shit about that moment. I'm like, yeah, it is really good. (laughs) Just two more for luck. (laughs) And then cut away to the people that I'm like, oh, (laughs) we should have anger too. But it looks really good. And again, only 25%, was it 25%? It has been filmed so far. That has been filmed. So basically, they just filmed the trailer. And the trailer looks great. Now, I'm not going to get into the Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, a little weird. I don't. I don't. With the cat ears ish, because it, again, these are early day, early days characters. Yeah, movie called the Batman. Let's show off the Batman. Right. So, um, but the big surprise to me was this one quick shot of Oswald Cobblepot, who is Oswald Cobblepot. Cobblepot. <laughs> it's Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, but he looks like Richard uh, Kind. I'm like. But you could have had him, but like, no, 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 it doesn't. Two different actors. Do it this way. <laughs> but he looks fantastic uh, with the heavy makeup. In that one shot. Yeah. One shot. Uh, so have you seen Gotham? No. Okay. Um, Gotham kind of works on a level of. It has that kind of feel? Yeah. Um, it, it, but in this case, because you're dealing with like a psychopath or a serial killer, like. Riddler, which was not in Gotham, um, the takeaway is that this, uh, the Gotham City Police were like corrupt. Right, right. Everything was ugly. Here, it doesn't feel that way. No, it feels like Jim Gordon and that right, man are going to go to adventure right, together. He's like, right, exactly. Here's We're my friends. Friend You've been here for two years. <laughs> hey, here. Batman, can I come to your barbecue? <laughs> Here's the evidence. Here's what we found. Right. And that's fine. I, and I kind of like that kind of dynamic. Um, and then there's an HBO series. HBO Max will be coming out a version of that, but for year one. So it will kind of support the movie to talk about what's happening. Who's casting that? Who's doing that? Also Matt Reeves. Really? Yes, I think. Okay. So, but again, that's the thing that DC, uh, Marvel wants to do. That they almost had with Agents of Shield, that stuff that happens on the TV side happens the movies. in the movie sides, and that's what's going to happen eventually on both. Well, levels. yeah, when, but I think Marvel's Disney's going to get that first with their Marvel stuff, maybe. Yeah, because these they're these, they're producing it. Right. There was this one shot in the crossover episode where you have the two flashes meet. That's right. Right. I remember that was, and the two of them meet. That blew us away, mm-hmm. and I think that's what needs to happen, not necessarily in that level, but you know, the stuff that happens on WandaVision is going to play big on Doctor Strange uh, for the second movie. Right. So it, it makes more sense to have that kind of uh, cross-medium IP playing off each other. 
And I think if you have the video games, while you're waiting or watching and enjoying these contests, play this other thing and or read this other thing. And just it has to be a good powerhouse combination. And I think again, Marvel will get there eventually, but DC right now and it's Wonder Wheel. Oh my god. <laughs> it's pure happiness they have, right they now. Have- they have the weekend to shine. Yeah. And, and then they're going to come back again, you said September, September 12th. 12th. Right. For the second part. For DC fandom. What What else could they possibly show us? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, they showed us the Flash stuff. They covered just about everything they've got. But there, again, the, the criticism about the, the different islands, I, I'm sure there was content on those other platforms, mm-hmm. and I would love to have seen that. And that's the thing that I would argue. I would want to have seen more of that. Um, happy about the Batman trailer. I can't talk enough about that. And I, I love the use of the Nirvana song as as the whole theme throughout. And I found the trailer and music on YouTube and they kept playing that in the car for us. Yeah, you, you sent it to me. <laughs> I'm like, what the? It's 10 in the morning. Why is Bati sending me inside the box? Oh, like? Yeah, but it's great. I love it. So um, again, DC is for the win. <laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> So. There's room for both. There oh, could be Marvel there, there, and DC. Right. And we both we win both ways. Yes. So and that was the whole idea is that the competition brings out the best in both of us. But you know, DC just went about it kind of like half ass and didn't really have a game plan. Here it felt like, yeah, we only had a couple of months to put this together and there's a pandemic, but we got our shit together at least enough for you to get excited. And to be rewarded as a DC fan. Right. And I like the way, though, that they had Ezra Miller and that Flash team with his movie that I didn't even know that was still alive. Yeah. But I, <laughs> and I missed that altogether. Oh, but they so. waved it. And that's coming. And you right. know that the stuff behind the scenes that Batfleck is coming back, perhaps. Michael Keaton. With Michael Keaton. Yeah. In one movie, the Flash movie, which right. is weird, but okay. So embrace that multiverse. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what they need to distinguish. Yeah, I agree. Themselves. That's that's what'll fix it. Yeah. Ish. It'll it'll keep it going. Because it just builds the fire. Right. Rather than putting it like, why why can't your Batman be in my movie, Chris? No, right. no, he can't and, do and that. The, How about Walsh- Matt Reeves? No. Well, Joaquin Phoenix got a freaking Oscar. Right, exactly. <laughs> Come on, just- but the Joker was in the eighties. How can it be Batman in the No, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That's the, the the creative aspect of all of this of having a multiverse. Do your own thing the way you want to do it. But the multiverse is understood by you and I. But we're nerds, you know what I mean? What do you think about normal America? Will they get it? I think if Zach does <laughs> the explanation, hopefully, in the time travel with the Flash and using Flash as the linchpin mm-hmm. to talk about it, might yeah, right? It'll grow out from there. Yeah. So, I, I think that's the way to do this. Mm, yes. Hey, it's this interesting blend you got there. Because I'm Batman. No, you're, you're vengeance. I'm vengeance. <laughs> now you're vengeance. You were oh, vengeance. am I vengeance now? <laughs> wow. We should, I'm not bold enough to do that yet. To do <laughs> but that was good. Oh, I tried to do my little Bane from Harlequin. Which, again, I think Har- Bane is fucking hysterical. So, I can't get enough of it, so we'll talk about this another time, but in the meantime, uh, I think we're done. This is a long-ass podcast, but then again, we haven't been there to this a while, right. in a while, so I'm glad that you're listening to this and saying that we're alive, and honestly, for your mental health, I hope you also are laughing along with us, but also find that thing that helps you 
find some kind of joy in your life in these trouble times. So, but um, hopefully, Gina and I will be back a little more often. Yeah, um, and as well as myself, just doing podcasts in general. Um, I need to do my origami stuff, <laughs> my unboxing video for a lot of toys that I've been collecting. And Let's just go. Kind of, Let's go. <laughs> but just to kind of feel like, kind of get out of my comfort level because I'm kind of a little, like, a little apprehensive about, um, even though I'm not talking on camera, I'm like, so I'm talking about my toy, I'm holding my toy, but I'm like, I don't know what to say. That kind of feeling. But I'm like, I'll feel my way into this, just like with the podcast that I've been right. doing for so long. That now it's I'm comfortable, and you know other ex- guys who've been doing the exact same thing also had crappy videos at the beginning. It's fine, and they get better right. than around than the end. So, but again, I want to enjoy all the geekiness because that was what makes us happy. Yes, you know I'm wearing a Harlequin T-shirt That's, that I bought for five below. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to. You didn't get to that, but yeah. we were talking about the stuff, the things you bought after seeing the, the DC thing. Yeah, yeah, so I got that, and then I bought a Spider-Man hat at <laughs> GameStop that was on clearance, and I'm like... It's not, that's Marvel, but that, that's okay. No, but that's... It's all pop culture Right. And I joy got, of superheroes. And I got a Batman bag that has my podcast equipment, and it's got a little Death Star... Death Star. A Star Wars a Death Trooper figure attached to the, the zipper. It's all good. You know, embrace the geekiness that's... The thing that you love, and in this case, I love fucking everything that's out there. So, everything from like, yeah, I want a Star Wars waffle maker. Sure, not the Superman uh, rice cooker that we saw over at Ollie's. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! We don't need a rice cooker <laughs> with a Superman logo. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember that. I'm sure we saw it. No, we did, but it was like. There was like all these weird stuff I and, and, and like popcorn maker, like like ten dollars, and I'm like, really? Yeah. You just buy it for the stupid logo. Come on, man. <laughs> all right, we're done. So I don't know what else to talk about, Gene. I don't know. Everyone, stay safe, stay smart, stay well. That's all we can hope for. So don't forget to follow us on the various social networks. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Definitely. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, when I have more pictures of my figures, especially the Stormtrooper ones, I'm going to post that soon, so be aware of that. Again, thank you for listening to us on the Monster Sci-Fi Show. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.